it's basically a community that we're building in a podcast land. A people really that we understand? people, people that we want on our <laughs> island. <laughs> I don't know. Can I come to your island? That, that, no, you are on our island. I'm there. This is here. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're kind of working towards uh, an empire. An empire? <laughs> a podcast empire. empire. Welcome. <laughs> Wonderful. Queen Tara. Do you say your name Tara or Tara? Well, my parents called me Tara. Mm. Tara Don, and then Tara my. Dawn. Yeah. It's very beautiful. Yeah. And then in Japan, people couldn't pronounce Tara. So it was Tara. Tara. You yeah. know what? Japanese people, I feel like they sound Italian to me. It's similar. Right? It's There's a, a lot of rolling. Yeah. 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 Right? This is the sound of the R's. I think so. Yeah. I've heard the rhythm is similar to like Spanish and Italian. Are they? I don't know. I don't know how many Japanese men you were with, but are they generally gentle lovers? Or does it depend? <laughs> I don't know. I've just been with one Japanese man. Kind of. Yeah. And he was very gentle, and, and I wanted to be more aggressive, and he wouldn't. <laughs> no? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I scared him. I'm like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Use more force. I don't know. <laughs> Use more force. <laughs> uh, my name in Japanese means uh, Tara means codfish. <laughs> so in the grocery stores, there's a little song that plays like near the fish section. It's like Tarako, Tarako. <laughs> so every time I worked in a few like schools, I taught like music in elementary school there, uh, and uh, <laughs> every time I told the kids, "What's your name?" Tara, and they'd be like. Laughing. She's the codfish. That's very cute. So yeah, I don't really care at this point how people pronounce my name. Yeah, yeah. You're not like correcting people generally. It's not Tara. No, whatever. If you get a T in there, I'm good. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I've never really tried to publish. I was actually like anti-publishing when I was young because I did like live performance and I felt like the work existed in that moment to to be in that moment and if you write it on the page it gets like stuck and flattened although I'm trying to challenge that view for myself so uh, because I think it's important to think about publishing a little so <laughs> I'm trying right now to write a manuscript to be pub- like to, for publication so I've been working on that for a couple of years so I work with writers this is my full livelihood yeah, so I work for the, the Sage Hill writing experience. We host like uh, professional development uh, workshops for writers so they come and work they're working on a book, they can come there work with an instructor 10 days like in a retreat center so you're not distracted by life and people's work will jump forward so quickly. And it's mostly like uh, writers who have already published books and things and they're working on a new project. So um, this year we have like Alisa York, Alison Pick, Nino Ricci, um, who else is there this summer? We had Phil Hall in the spring, so a lot of like writers from across Canada that are well known and they all come to Saskatchewan to work. That's so, very cool. Yeah. And the participants who come are from all across the country too, so it's a very national program. Yeah. Yeah. Sage Hill is based like near Regina in Saskatchewan. And uh, that organization is kind of floating, so it's at every retreat center each year, but we're this year at St. Michael's Retreat Center. To be a writer in Saskatchewan is um, really great, actually. There's a really supportive community, and people, I think, in I've lived in some bigger centers, and people are more competitive, 
but in Saskatchewan, it's like if you're trying to do something, everyone's like, good for you, and oh. they, yeah, it's really different. It's very supportive. There's like a, Saskatchewan is unlike anywhere in the world that I've ever traveled. What does Toronto feel like in contrast? Well, honestly, I thought Toronto would be a lot more stark, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of the environment, because I was at this writer's summit, and oh, so okay. I was surrounded by writers from across the country who were coming here to, yeah. to benefit each other, <laughs> and so th- it was a very warm feeling, this, you know. Is this your first time in Toronto? Yeah. Or what's your impression so far? I like it. It's cool here. It's yeah. got a good vibe. You know, there's lots of different areas you can go to and you can experience different things and you have, like, access to anything that you're interested in mm-hmm. at any time of day, which is a great thing. I think that's a really interesting thing about Toronto is it's so um, multidimensional and multicultural, like, actually. Like, people yeah. are... There's people from all cultures of the world that are living here and they... Is that visually, like, do you not see that in Saskatchewan? Uh, not as much. Like, yeah. it's changing. There's a lot more people immigrating, like, and newcomers in Saskatchewan now. But, like, when I grew up, it was mainly, you know... Caucasian? Yeah, I guess Caucasian. And there's, like, a large um, uh, Native American population. And so those are the kind of two dynamics. But yeah. now it's really shifting to become yeah. more multi. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I think it's a good place, like a friend, the friend that I'm staying with here is Janina Bilik and she immigrated from Ukraine to Saskatchewan and that was the first place she went. Wow. And then she was there for like three and a half years and then she moved to Toronto and so oh, wow. she, but her first experience of Canada was in Saskatchewan and she just really liked to being based there because it's, people are uh, really supportive and That's open. That's great that she had that experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and now I think she has, she said she has a much uh, deeper understanding of Canada because she lived right in the middle of it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you think about that for yourself? Like you're right in the middle of Canada? Oh, yeah, we're essential. Do you feel that? Oh, I yeah, never even thought sure. about that. Oh, yeah, Toronto. That's like, I guess, the perception <laughs> of Toronto we? from... The tip of Canada. You're, though, you're way out there. From our point of view. Yeah, we think of ourselves as so central. Yeah. We're not, yeah. though. We're not yeah. at all. So, but you, you could feel the central sensations I don't know that's such, a, that's such an interesting thing I've never really thought about yeah mm. yeah we are definitely the middle of the country like and Saskatchewan has changed a lot because uh, some other provinces have been struggling and Saskatchewan is kind of booming right now so a lot of people are moving there so it used to be that everyone left when they finished high school or university but now yeah. everyone's coming there, so. I said it has to do with like potash in a way, you know, like natural what? potash, natural reason. Do you know potash? Potash? Oh my god. <laughs> it's like educate a, it's a term me. that we are not familiar with. Educate. Mm-hmm. You do know what potash is? No. no. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know what potash is? <laughs> it's like a rock. It's like a. Well, it's like a rock. So people, there's like big mines in Saskatchewan and they take it from the earth. So it's like, it's controversial. Okay, so right? it's a mining. Yeah, it's okay. very controversial. There's but a lot of mining in Saskatchewan mm-hmm. still? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Potash. It's controversial, but the potash companies, they make a lot of money, these mines, right? And so they fund a lot of arts programming in order to keep their names good. And so people don't fight it because they're supporting the arts. Potash. How do you spell that? P-O-D? No, P-O-T-A-S-H. Like pot pot ash. Yeah, pot ash. That was my first thought. (laughs) I know, that's actually what I was (laughs) (laughs) Which is a funny way to think about it. Like pot ash? Pot ash. Like, can you smoke it? Pot ash. 
does Toronto have a reputation as being like full of potheads? I remember hearing something like that. No, no? not at all. Okay. Toronto has a reputation from our point of view as being like all corporate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the very, the yeah. very, the very things I it has hate. that reputation. I don't even in yeah. my mind. It yeah. Really yeah, it's kind of like all Americanized corporate. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Yeah. Montreal is like more cool and like yeah. hip, you know, that's yeah. like the reputation. Yeah. Well, you know what? I guess it is getting more and more commercial here huh. and corporate. Like I really don't. Very far beyond Kensington Market. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the the one area that I feel is like you know comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I guess the suits us. Yeah, very, very I feel fun. like yeah. I'm lost in a jungle, like on Queen Street. I don't I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, know? it's busy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is busy. busier, but it's kind of fun. Like I'm finding it exciting. Well, you know, You're like, finding it exciting. Yeah, the busyness of the yeah. city. Nice. Yeah, like Regina is the capital city, but in in the night. There's no one walking in the streets, like it's empty. Oh, wow. You know, like in the daytime or Saturday afternoon, you'll see people out, but there's, yeah, it's it's different. People mm-hmm. don't just walk around, and people drive everywhere because it's a driving kind right. of city. So, yeah. well, the manuscript I'm working on now is about my time in Japan. So I lived in Japan oh. for five years, and I had a blues band there. Wow, yeah. you had a blues band. <laughs> yeah. There's always so many layers. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so I was singing with these Japanese musicians, and we performed all around Tokyo. I'm so impressed. Yeah, so I'm trying to. It's it's. I've been back a few years, and I'm trying to reflect on that time. So I'm working uh, working on writing about that. I have this uh, Japanese song that I learned. It's like a little. It's like a children's song, um, but it's not a children's song. So this is a children's song that says like we're sitting under the chestnut tree but then I found out later it's not so innocent sitting (laughs) under the chestnut tree. What is the chestnut tree really? Yes, exactly. Yeah, also, no, I think like under the tree, but I thought it was just kids playing. It says like Asobi Mashou means like to play. They're playing under the tree, but they're playing around under the tree. Oh, playing around <laughs> yeah. under the tree. Yeah, it's subtle, right? Because it's Japanese, that. so it's like, everything it's is very <laughs> subtle. A little bit like subtle. You don't quite get it, but you get it. And sexy at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> what was life like in Japan for you as a like as a white woman? It was difficult. <laughs> yeah. What was it? In what way? Um, I was. Uh, it's it's a different. I mean, I'm sure it's different now. Even it was changing, but for women, it's not easy. You're not expected to say your opinion. You're expected to rather not say your opinion. You're not like forced not to, but it's kind of rude if you're always offering an opinion. So yeah. it's like a cultural, just a cultural yeah. one. I mean, that was my experience of it. And like singing, I like to sing, so I'd be walking in the street and singing and. Our woman who became kind of like a Japanese mother to my sister and I, she said, "Don't sing in the street. Like it's very, it's, <laughs> it's very bad rude. and very rude for you to sing." In it's the almost street. like vulgar, and also people will think that you're crazy. She said, "You oh, see, okay. the people who live in the park who don't have a house, these are the people who sing in the street." But in Japan, I was asked not to do that, you know, by someone that I respected. Wow! And so that had a huge impact. I've written about that lots because it had a huge impact on how I felt. And how comfortable I felt there, and I had to like really 
rein it in, you know what I mean? So it wasn't a negative, it was a positive, it wasn't a negative thing, but you have to really refine what you say, when you choose to say it, and I think that was a good experience coming from like Canada, the middle of Canada, which is so spacious, and I'm huge, I'm like, wow, just like, oh, like I'm a tall person and I'm using my arms to talk, and someone said to me in the subway, why would you use your arms like that, you're so gigantic already, put your arms down, right? So these kind of comments which are um, not meant to be harmful, they're meant to be helpful, right? From people, Don't knock but, anybody out. Yeah. But it's, uh, it really affects the way that you, uh, you function, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of like being completely aware of where you are and what the social expectations are, what you choose to do with that. Are you going to choose to fit with it? Are you going to choose to follow a different path? Or and how do you prefer to be? How do I prefer to be? Yeah. Well, I like Canada. I'm so glad to be back in Canada. Yeah. You know, it was really good experience there. But I think if I lived there for a lifetime, it would have come to be a smaller and smaller package. You know? Yeah. And I like to relax Radiate. and have fun, and smile, and yeah. sing when I want to. Yeah. yeah. Carefree. Yeah. I feel successful oh. in, in achieving things that I want to happen in the world and putting energy towards them. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm working with Saytail and I'm also running the Vertigo Reading Series. I think I told you about that yes. on the train. So it's a series, event series for writers and musicians, and they uh, each month we have an event and bring writers from all over Canada, and then the musician plays, and it's kind of a funky vibe. Sometimes we have stand-up bass who like jam with the poets and. Trying to like uh, mix these waves. So in that in that role, like Vertigo series is um, helping like young writers to come out of their shell. We'll have like open stage events where they're getting up there the first time, and they get to perform in a different environment than the slam, which is competitive. So I feel like it's important to uh, offer an alternative to competition where people can just say what they want to say, tell their story, and not be judged, you know, on it. It's yeah. open to everyone. So the last one we did was at a Cathedral Arts Festival, which is a festival in Regina. And there was maybe like age range from like five, no, maybe 10 to 80. You know, like everyone just wow. got into it. Yeah. The youngest person we've had perform is six years old. Wow. And he drew a story, and he came up and held his pictures, and he told the story oh by his pictures. Yeah. When you were in Japan, were you single? No, okay. not always. Okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, was I had a, Jap a boyfriend who was Japanese oh, nice. for a little while. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, he was a wonderful guy. He was an acupuncture Ooh. and rugby player. Oh, nice. that's so sexy. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he was a good guy and a very, very kind human being. Like, oh. and I think that was a good connection because it can be lonely. Like in Tokyo, is a very big city. The anonymity is like very exciting when you come from a small community to be anonymous and then suddenly it's overwhelming yeah and everyone's looking at you do people take your pictures oh yeah yeah because my sister i was there with my sister and she's taller than me she's like 5 11 oh, okay and also blonde long hair and so it'd be like always <laughs> we're like amazon scary women to people or maybe they think you're celebrities because you stand out i maybe. don't know that would be my i don't know we were in a club one time and this guy came up behind and tapped my sister on the yeah. shoulder and like I think he was maybe wanted to talk to us or something, but we turned around and he just like giggled <laughs> and oh ran God. away. Wow! <laughs> like, actually, so he got like I don't know. People, we were scary to people, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
realistically terrifying. <laughs> so what do you suggest to people who might be nervous to go like perform in front of people for the first time in some way? This is what my sister taught me. You take all the nervousness and sink it down all the way down your body to your little baby toe. And your little baby toe can tap and like groove, <laughs> but all your nervousness is like just tucked away oh. safely down there. We don't ignore it because there's no getting rid of it. Oh. You just Put learn to toe. shuffle it around. I know? actually like that. I, I'm gonna yeah. put my anxiety in my toe. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> I don't or know. put it where my toe explodes at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> I could sing. Uh, Whatever you feel like. There's a Nina Simone song I, that I learned from Nina Simone. It's an old tradition. It's an old traditional song, but I learned it from listening to her sing it. So I maybe will sing that. When I was a young girl, I used to seek pleasure. When I was a young girl. I used to drink it right out of the alehouse and into the jailhouse. Right out of the barroom and down to my grave. Come mama, come papa and sit you beside me. Come mama, come papa and pity my case. My poor head is aching, my heart it is breaking. My body is salvated and hell is my home. Well, I want three young ladies to bear my body. I want three young ladies to bring me along. I want them to carry a bunch of wild roses to put on my body as I pass along. One morning. One morning in May, one morning, one morning in May, I spy this young lady all, all clad in white linen, oh, all clad in white linen and cold as the clay. When I was a young girl, I used to seek pleasure. When I was a young girl, I used to drink air right out of the alehouse and into the jailhouse, right out of the barroom and down, 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 to my grave. Oh, I've been singing this song for years. It's a uh, I think I started singing it in Japan, and uh, in that circumstance, it held all the loneliness and longing and like uh, homesickness and everything. It held all of that for me, and it was a place to express that 
without saying it like directly, you know. And uh, now, I guess it still holds a lot of things, you know. It holds all of the dimensions of things that aren't settled yet. And I like that. Yeah. It's like putting it in your toe, but you're putting it in a song. Yeah, yeah. You can like, whoosh, and then you can like uh, just let it out. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Do you generally yeah. think of singing as releasing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, releasing and communicating and depending where you are, you know, I think it's, it's a great responsibility. Like if you're performing for an audience, you have a great responsibility wow. to, uh, if you're going to take them somewhere to bring them back safely. You know. I saw a raccoon in the tree last night. I was at a friend's. We oh, yeah. Jamming. That's unusual for, for me. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's lots here, but... Mm -hmm. To see a raccoon up close and personal? Yeah, you don't see them very much in Saskatchewan. We have a lot of squirrels and coyotes. Oh yeah? You just have coyotes coming around? Mm-hmm. Really? Just mm -hmm. in the city? Not so much in the city, but if you're outside of the city or the edge of the city, you can hear them like, ow, 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 calling. Mm, it's nice. Flatlands, right? Out on the flatlands, yep. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cool. You sound like you got your shit together. I'm very <laughs> envious. And you know what? You have that I got my shit together vibe. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's wonderful to hear because sometimes I feel like I've taken on too many responsibilities uh -huh. and I get overwhelmed, you know. But right. you oh, thrive, it seems. I'm trying to thrive. <laughs> trying to thrive. Yeah. No, it's good. It's, uh, yeah. Do you ever have downtime? Like, like Give yourself downtime? Sleeping. <laughs> I lay down. Now. Yeah. No, I need to take more time for my own art. It's it's yeah. getting like because I just started this job with Say Chill Writing Experience in January, so it's been overwhelming, and I'm the executive director. It's very. That's a, it's a yeah, big title. Right? Yeah, and so it will take a while to get that underway, and we have big programs this summer, and then after that in the fall, we have a board of directors, and they said. You need to go on a writing retreat and take time for yourself, so it will come. You know, they're supportive of me and my career in, in a number of ways. And yeah, I think it's all set, setting up to the perfect life. <laughs>